All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to the Daily Faceoff Show, your everyday source for the latest news with top-notch insight and analysis, live every weekday at noon Eastern. Welcome into the November 17th edition of the Daily Faceoff Show. I'm Tyler Uremchuk, once again filling in for Frank Saravalli, who's uh, really milking that trip to Toronto here. Joined by Steve Greeley today on the show. Steve, how's it going? Great, Tyler. We got the A team today. Chris Peters around, me and you. Who needs Frank, bud? It's going to be great. And of course, you're of course you're doing great. You're talking about your golf plans, and I'm sitting here and uh, checking out the foot of snow that's still sitting on my car. Uh, li- life isn't fair sometimes, but let's dig into things. Let's put two minutes and 30 seconds up on the clock and start out in Vancouver, where yesterday owner Francesco Aquilini had a meeting with Jim Benning, their GM, and it was decided, or at least reported, that no changes were being made in Vancouver quite yet. This despite the fact that the team is 5-9-2 and two on the season. And Steve, my question for you, surprised that no changes are coming out of Vancouver quite yet? Uh, I'm not terribly surprised right now, to be honest. I think often when the fans and the media grab that things are going so wrong and you hear about a meeting, that's not when things happen. I think usually you get caught off guard. All of a sudden, you know, we think back to Gerard Gallant on the side of the road in Carolina once, or you you get caught off guard sometimes when these changes happen. So I'm not shocked it wasn't yesterday. Is there a lot of pressure in Vancouver right now? Of course there is. And kind of what I've been watching with them now, they have three in a row at home, a couple tough games. You know, I think it's Colorado tonight. Uh, then they go back on the road for five games, which brings them into early December. So the next eight games to me is what I find myself watching for Vancouver. Are, are Jim Benning and Travis Green able to show Mr. Accolini that 
the team's making progress, that they're getting to where their expectations had them uh, or not. So th- this stretch is obviously crucial. I'm not shocked not anything, it, nothing happened yesterday, but I, I do think it's an interesting time going forward. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's got to be some pressure here. And if you didn't lose your job yet, you're probably feeling some heat. And and I think it's Jim Benning who's got to be getting a lot of the attention here. I mean, he's been the GM for a while now. There's been just those two playoff appearances. And also, this team loaded up. Like, this wasn't a team coming into the year that was going, ah, if we make the playoffs, that'd be great. We just want to be in the hunt. They gave up a first-round pick in the offseason. They, they loaded up trying to go for it this year and get into the playoffs and go on a run. And they're just so far out of the mix already. We're only a month into the year. We know how big that U.S. Thanksgiving date is as well when it comes to teams that want to be in the playoff hunt. Like, I, I just feel like the the message I got yesterday from reading the reports around Vancouver was, oh, we got time to figure this out. And for a team, again, that gave up a first-round pick to load up this roster, Steve, they don't really have a lot of time to figure this thing out. No, they have a lot of ground to make up. I, I will say, you know, from an ownership standpoint, what Mr. Aquilini's done here is whatever GM wants. He's shown loyalty. He's been patient. And we don't know what's going on in the you know behind closed doors. We don't know exactly what Jim Benning's told him and where he thinks the team will be. So, you know, there's a ton of speculation, and that's what happens when teams are struggling. And that speculation is going to continue, I think, till there's some sort of statement or a move. From near the bottom of the Pacific Division to the top of it, where the Anaheim Ducks won their eighth game in a row last night. They are 8-0-2 in their last 10, sitting in that top spot over Edmonton. Steve, are you starting to believe in the Anaheim Ducks as a legitimate playoff team? Well, they're, they're certainly grabbing our attention. And what I love that they've done is we look at the last 10 games. I, I think they've only beaten two playoff teams in St. Louis and Washington. Maybe I'm missing one there on the screen, but... That's actually important. They're winning games that you have to win. They're fun to watch. They're third in the goal, third in the league in goals for. Their power play is absolutely buzzing at 27%. Ryan Getzlaff looks like the Ryan Getzlaff of old. And then their young guns are, you know, fun to watch. We're watching Zegers and we're watching Terry and we're watching those guys make plays. And, you know, I think back to a great Trevor Zegers story. I remember in an interview his draft year, someone asked him, what's up with all the behind the back passes? And Zeger sat there and thought for a sec, and he said, hmm, I, I never thought of it as a behind-the-back pass. I just thought it was, of it as a pass. And it shows you how elite this kid's brain is. You know, he just he can make plays out of nothing. And, you know, the, the kid's doing at the NHL what he did in youth hockey, which is scary. So there's more points to come for him. The, the really interesting thing to me with Anaheim is what are they going to do with Raquel? What are they going to do with a guy we talked about last week in Lindholm? What are they going to do with Manson? all free agents who potentially have massive returns. And you know this team's in the playoff hunt, whether they're three points in or a point out, those are massive decisions. You don't you never want to lose a guy for nothing. You know, you win a round, you lose it, you lose in the first round, you lose three key pieces. We've seen it before, you know, where teams, you know, lose a player that's a UFA because they're in the hunt. Those are big decisions. So you know, Jeff Solomon and the group right now is in charge, and I'd love to see them to be able to see this through for years to come. Uh, but major decisions coming for the Ducks, they're, they're certainly making me believe that they can be a contender for the wild card. I don't know if they're going to win the division, but I, I think they're right on the cusp of being a playoff team for sure. 
Yeah, and you look at that team built from the back end out. I mean, Gibson's been great. Their blue line, you mentioned Lindholm, Manson. They still got Fowler there. They got Shattenkirk playing on their third pairing. Blue line looks solid. And up front, a big reason why they've been strong is a bounce back from Ryan Getzlav, who picked up his 1,000th point last night. So a shout out to Ryan Getzlav there. I believe he's already matched his point total from, from last year, this season. So the bounce back from Getzlav has been great, along with the youth movement out in Anaheim. Now we're going to get to a big focus of today's show, actually. Chris Peters is coming up. He's got his Team USA, or his most recent Team USA projection. For now, though, Steve, you got your most recent Team Canada projection up at dailyfaceoff.com. And when I look at the lineup you've put together here, the first thing that catches my eye, especially with the forward group, Zach Hyman is on your projected Olympic team. What led to the decision to put Hyman in the mix here? Well, Zach Hyman has had an outstanding year. He did not start the year with McDavid. I think he was paired, to, paired together with him right around Halloween, a couple days before. So a few weeks into the season. And what they've done is have instant chemistry. And I think what we often say is, well, anyone can play with McDavid. That's not exactly true. You know, we saw in years past with Sidney Crosby finding the right players and end up being kind of Kunitz and Dupuis. And hey, these superstars, as amazing as they are, you need to find players that help them play at the, the highest level possible. And Zach Hyman's doing that for McDavid. So I mentioned Kunitz. That's who Hyman reminds me of for a Team Canada fit. Chris Kunitz played with Crosby in the last Olympics. I see this happening here with Hyman. Uh, chemistry is absolutely crucial in a short tournament. And instead of bouncing wings around for Connor McDavid or some other spots, I think why not give Hyman that spot? He's earned it. Uh, he's deserved it. So he, he's the first big move I've made on roster one. And the good news is I get to do, or, you know, in roster two, good news is I get to do this again. The next one, you know, John Tavares, I have him on there now. We talked about the Leaf struggles early in the year. I think one of the biggest reasons they have turned it around is John Tavares's leadership. John Tavares has been a point per game guy per uh, all year. And sometimes you look at these players and you, you forecast, hey, this is the year Barzal is going to lead the league in scoring. And Barzal's played fine, but as I, if I put my general manager's hat on, I'm not, you know, for an Olympic team, it's a little different than an NHL team. You're not planning three, four, five years out. This is an immediate need. And right now I have John Tavares jumping on there with Hyman. So uh, up front, you're never going to get this roster right with all the fans. I, I can only wait for the, the, wait to see the chirps that are coming for some of these selections. But I mean, it's, it is a hard roster to pick, but you have to pick the team that you think is the, or the roster that is the best team possible. The other thing too, on the Hyman front, he's been great on Edmonton's penalty kill this year. And that's something the team Canada brass is going to have to look Absolutely. at as well. You can't just load it up with superstars, right? You need guys who can help out in all areas of the game. And uh, let's move on to those other areas as well. And take a look at the back end here on team Canada. Your blue line stays the same. Drew Doughty's health is the big question mark. And I think it's also fair to call it an X factor when it comes to the makeup of this blue line, right? Yeah, totally. Like, hey, we, we gave it these segments two and a half minutes. I think we could do two and a half days, right? When we talk about these positions. Doughty played four games before his injury. He was playing as good as he has in years. Right now, he's out till December 27th would be the eight-week mark. Originally, I think the Kings said six to eight weeks. So I'm looking, what's, what's the longest? It's December 27th is when he comes back. I have a hard time taking a leader like Doughty off the team when he was playing so well. But how he plays when he returns, 
is absolutely crucial before those last rosters are due. I'm comfortable with leaving on the team right now, but of course I'm not Doug Armstrong. I don't have all of Canada knocking down my door trying to make picks for me. Um, I do think a couple guys, you know, like Brent Burns, Morgan Riley, um, Shabbat, hey, they're all in the mix. Burns is probably the biggest surprise to me. Um, 36 years old, maybe we thought we were moving on, but the production's there. He's been great. And if you pair him with, you know, a high-end defensive partner, well, you're going to get quite a bit out of Burns. So, again, an embarrassment of riches for Team Canada. These selections are not going to be easy. You'd love to be a fly on the wall to hear how they're going through it. But for right now on the back end, Doughty stays in the mix for me. Yeah, you meant, you said it, an embarrassment of riches. Like the blue line will look really good up front. I mean, we're debating John Tavares or Matt Barzell. The one area I think everyone can agree is maybe a little thin for Canada is between the pipes. But that's why the news that Mackenzie Blackwood is vaccinated is really good and really big news for Team Canada, right? Yeah, huge news for Team Canada. Obviously, Tom Fitzgerald and the New Jersey Devils were thrilled. But Team Canada, they almost have a preseason here right now with Blackwood, which he did not have for New Jersey. So he comes in, he's 2-0-1. Uh, they took him out of the Rangers game the other night when he was playing great for, I think it was the concussion spotter. But by all accounts, he's coming right back and healthy. But you look what he's done in his first couple of games. He's given Jersey a chance to win every game, three points in four nights. I love the goalie. I love the size. Uh, he would have been on my roster this summer had I needed to pick their three. Um, but the guy that is really catching my attention lately is Carter Hart, especially his last two starts have been unbelievable. It's the Carter Hart that we probably thought was there a year ago. Last year was kind of a tough season, but Carter Hart's going to be in the mix now, and he has a couple more starts like the last two. There's going to be some late nights for Team Canada picking this group. Absolutely. And now let's move on. We'll take a look at the Team USA projected roster. It's the next wave with Chris Peters. Chris, as always, thanks for giving us some time and joining the show. Let's jump right into it because we got a ton to get to. Your Team USA projected roster going to be out soon on Daily Faceoff. And I want to start with the forward group. And I'm hitting you with a two-part question right off the bat. Max Pacioretty is now in your projected forward group. Why is he in there now versus the start of the year? And also, which bubble player do you think still has a really good chance of maybe cracking this team? Yeah, well, Tyler, you know, Max Pacioretty was not on my initial roster. He's still injured, not sure. But it was actually after talking talking through it with, with Steve Greeley uh, on our last show, just the, the thought of, you know, having that veteran presence, having a guy that can be a hard-driving player. I think they needed more of that element. He brings a little bit of size to the table as well, um, has some power skill. And, and, you know, he's got a lot of playoff experience. He's been a, a top playoff performer. So he moves in to the lineup. And the, the question is, is, you know, can he be right wing, left wing, you know, the, the U S is left wing heavy. So there are going to be some guys playing their off wing there. Um, but I also moved Brock Besser off of the list. And so, you know, I thought that there was a lot of similarities between the forwards that we had, you know, there were guys like, like Jake Gensel and Kyle Connor and, you know, and Alex to And, you know, I think that of those players, Brock Besser has a little bit more overall versatility in terms of not just being a goal scorer, but I also felt like I couldn't lose the goal scoring that the, the other guys bring. So that was what played into that decision there. And still, you'll notice on the list, there's no Jack Eichel. And 
we still don't know 100% if he's going to be available or not available. I'm going with the conservative look of he's not going to be available. Um, and that really changes the entire dynamic of the roster. And you really have to think about things a lot harder in terms of where is the offense going to come from? And I think in years past, USA has not had enough goal scoring. And so that's why guys like Connor, Gensel, Dabrinkit, um, and you look at also Chris Kreider and the goal scoring that he's had this season. That's why guys like that are on the roster and the ones that aren't are, are not there. But I, I still think Besser is very much in the mix. You know, we we probably have to have the Troy Terry conversation at some point, though two weeks ago we wouldn't have. Uh, but he's one of the top American scorers in the NHL right now. Uh, I don't see him supplanting anybody from that roster, uh, but he's one of the guys that certainly you have to take a longer look at based on how he's played so far this season. Chris, I got uh, Jack Campbell on line two, wants to chat with you. What does he have <laughs> to do to get on this team? What, who is the guy he's chasing? Or maybe he's in the mix with all of them, but obviously he's off to a tremendous start, and I know he's in the back of your head, but where are you on the goalies? Yeah, well, I mean, Jack Campbell's one of my all-time favorite prospects. I, I worked at the National Team Development Program when he was a young guy coming up. And so he's very much in the mix for me. He's right on the cusp there. I think he's chasing Thatcher Demko at this point. Um, you know, I think Demko has done the best he can possibly do in a bad situation in Vancouver. He's, you know, but but he's starting to, how much does that wear on him? Um, I think as far as Jack Campbell is concerned, it just comes down to playing as consistently as he can. He's looked very good so far in this season. I think he's very much in the mix for the roster spot. Could be a number three goalie. I just don't think there's really any anybody that's going to supplant Hellebuck or Gibson is the top two. And then it just comes down to who's that number three. And you also need a guy. And I think one of the reasons why Jack Campbell makes a very, makes a lot of sense in that role is he's such a beloved teammate. You need a guy that's going to be able to handle not playing. And I think that even though Jack would love to play and he's an ultimate competitor, he's going to be okay with the fact that, hey, I got we got Gibby, we got Hellebuck, we, you know, I I can I can settle into this role. I'm just happy to be an Olympian and I'm going to be a good teammate. We know that that's what he can bring to the table. So you know, I think that that was, that was actually outside of moving Pacioretty in there. That third goalie decision was the hardest of this last roster building. I just felt like I didn't think that Demko has done enough to be moved out of the discussion. Uh, and that's not that says nothing about the fact that Jack Campbell has done plenty to get himself into the conversation. And, you know, there's also... Oddly enough, you know, Jonathan Quick's kind of creeping in the background too. I don't think that they're going to go in that direction. But really, you have to give Quick a lot of credit for, for reestablishing his game and giving the Kings a, a real good chance here in the last couple of weeks with how he's played. And, you know, initially I was thinking Cal Peterson was going to be the bubble goalie uh, for this team. But the way Quick has played, you know, you, you have to at least mention him. I don't think he's going to make the team, but you have to mention how he's done this season. Quickly pivoting here uh, away from the USA projection, Chris, you had a great story up on Daily Faceoff on Marco Rossi and uh, him being back in the lineup playing some American League games after his issues with COVID. Uh, we got about a minute left in the segment, so quickly, your impressions of Rossi in the AHL and also, could he be an NHL contributor by the end of the year? Yeah, you know, Tyler, I think he absolutely can be. He's playing at a level much higher at this point in the season than I thought was going to be he was going to be capable of. You know, we're talking about a guy who went through COVID, had the long-lasting effects due to myocarditis, the heart condition that has come along with that. He's worked out, he's worked hard, he's gotten his conditioning back in line. He's playing close, you know, between 20 and 25 minutes a game at the AHL level, which is exactly what he needs. He needs reps, he needs to get his game conditioning back, and that's all coming together. 
The other thing that's coming together is the timing, his ability to make plays at a pro level, to deal with uh, bigger, stronger players, to outthink the opposition, to, to pop into space when there's a scoring opportunity. He's doing all of those things. In the game that I watched, he had a goal and an assist, both on the power play. He's been a weapon in that regard. He works the power play from the half wall. He's often running it from the half wall there, which is great to see. You want to see him dictating the pace. I think the Wild have a, have a player that if they're going to need an injection of skill, if they are looking for scoring, if they need some help, I don't think he's going to be a top six contributor this season, but he's absolutely a guy that they can call up in a pinch. Maybe even if they're ready for a playoff run, maybe he can help in that regard as well. But he's in the right place right now in the AHL. He's rebuilt his game. He looks fantastic. I think the best is yet to come for Marco Rossi. And more importantly than any of that, he's healthy and he's thriving. That's great to see. Rossi looks fantastic. And this segment was fantastic. Chris, appreciate your time. <laughs> this has been the next wave. Moving along on the Daily Faceoff show, let's get into our inbox question. Hashtag AskDFO and Steve, we had some Penguins fans asking us about the news of the potential sale. We know it's close. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Fenway Sports Group is, I mean, the sale of the Penguins could happen by, you know, the end of this week. Penguins fans wondering what this could mean for the team. I'll say on the ice probably doesn't mean a ton. Off the ice, I mean, the Fenway Sports Group is a giant in the sporting world. And I think this is not only good for the Penguins, this is good for the NHL that a big group like this, I mean, you can see what they own right there. It's good that a group like this wants to get involved with the National Hockey League, right? I, I couldn't agree more, Tyler. Like earlier this year, I think it was back in July, you started seeing some articles and you know notes surfaced that Fenway Sports Group was interested in buying an NHL team. Who that team was gonna be, you know, we had no idea. But that, that's what jumped out at me. I, I know a few people with the Fenway Sports Group. Um, the Penguins should be thrilled as an organization. The NHL should be thrilled. Um, you know, you look at some of these things. Liverpool, they own the Red Sox. Ness and Rouse Racing, they have a massive real estate department. Some of the partners at Fenway Sports Group, John Henry, Tom Warner, Sam Kennedy, LeBron James. You know, they have some big-time names who are so experienced in different ways that it will really help the Penguins going forward. And you're exactly right. Do I think this means anything on the ice short term? No, not at all. I think, you know, this is a smart group that's going to come in. They're going to take stock of what they have and they're going to say, how can we help you? What are our resources that we have through Liverpool or the Red Sox that can help the Penguins be both the on best on ice and off ice product? So, Great day for the NHL, Fenway Sports Group's tremendous group of people. And, um, you know, I think it's it's an exciting day. You want more ownership groups like this who are just monsters and always looking to improve the product. While we're doing a mini business report as well, uh, Sham Sharania of The Athletic reporting that the Staples Center is going to be renamed the Crypto.com Arena. Uh, that's where the LA Kings play, obviously, and it's uh, reportedly the biggest arena naming rights deal to date in in North America. Uh, let's move on now. Uh, speaking about profits, and I mean, the profit that Burkle and Lemieux are getting off that Penguin sale is big. I'm looking to get back in the profit department with my daily best bets brought to you by PointsBet. It's a quiet night in the NHL, just three games on tap, but I got one play and it is centered around the Vancouver Canucks. They are struggling and I am expecting them to continue struggling tonight. They're taking on the Colorado Avalanche, the same Avalanche team that thumped them 
just around a week ago. I think Colorado can win again. Yes, they don't have Nathan McKinnon, but they've been doing just fine without him. Not only are they on a two-game winning streak, but in those two games, they've outscored their opponents 13-3. to Colorado is rested. They're going up against a much weaker opponent, and I think minus 160 on the money line is a really good play here, and that is all I got for today, courtesy of our friends over at PointsBet. And now to wrap things up, Steve, it is garbage time. Take it away. Well, UBS Arena opens Saturday night, ending the second longest road trip to start a year ever of 13 games to the New York Islanders. Um, Islanders are a team that I think almost everyone had in the playoffs. Right now, they're at the bottom of the Metro. I think the next month is crucial. They have four of their next six at home, 14 games in December, 10 that are at home. The four that are away in December are against teams based on points percentage that are not in the playoffs right now. So I'm looking for the Islanders to rebound, get the next, you know, 15, 18 games going and be the team we all anticipate. And in a a road trip of that length is very challenging. You're away from your family, you're in hotels, you don't get last change. You know, there's a lot of little things that go on. So um, I think the Islanders are a playoff team, but this home stretch is going to be big time and it'll be exciting to see a new arena. UBS Arena, people say it's unbelievable. Uh, that's two this year for us with Seattle now and UBS. So exciting, and I'm looking forward to seeing the Islanders get back on track because I think they can do it. Yeah, hopefully they can get a bit of a spark here from returning home. The betting odds favorites to win their division at the start of the year, not looking quite like the juggernaut many thought they were. A quick little note before we wrap things up, Alexander Barkov is expected to be week to week after he went down in a collision with Scott Mayfield yesterday. So no Barkov for the near future for the Panthers, but that's going to do it for the November 17th edition of the Daily Faceoff Show. Steve, thanks for doing this. It was fantastic. Frank will be back tomorrow. We'll see you then. Thanks for watching the Daily Faceoff Show. Make sure you hit subscribe on our YouTube channel to never miss an episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. All right, hockey fans, listen up, because we've got something special coming your way this playoff season. It's called the Daily Face-Off Playoff Parlay Challenge, and let me tell you, it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal. Every playoff game day, you're going to be faced with four questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle. And here's a sneak peek into some of those questions we'll be firing your way. First up, you got to pick the winning team. That sounds simple, right? But there's more. You got to decide if the total amount of goals in the game will be over or under a certain amount. And that's where the real strategy starts to kick in. Next up, you're picking who's going to find the back of the net first. And you're going to want to be careful because that's one that could be cooked early on in the game. And finally, you got to predict which period is going to be the highest scoring. Will it be a barn burner in the first, a shootout in the second, or a nail biter in the third? That's up to you to decide. Now let's talk about prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? For the daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards to treat yourself to some fresh nation gear and you might even win a jersey from your favorite team. And for the big dogs, those who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge. Play now at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess.